Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, February 13th, we're back. It's National Football Hangover Day. That's a real day. And we can get into the kind of the depression aspect of this after, but we're live after the Super Bowl. And Adam's with me. Owen's online. Alex is in the air right now, coming back from the sack. Uh, he had a bit of a tough situation trying to watch the game. We can talk about that later, but let's start with Adam. How are you, dude? I'm okay. I'm kind of in like a like spaghetti mode because I can hear you beside me and then I can also hear you through these earphones. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's taking some adjusting. It's and a bit I of a change. Myself. Yeah. You got to get used to that. It's the, uh, it's the new way of life with this box we're dealing with in the studio. So that's kind of nice. I mean, little adjustment period. Owen, how are you doing, dude? How'd you watch the Super Bowl? You were undecided last I talked to you. Yeah. I watched it at a friend's house. Uh, and there's like a lot of food. Mm. Best dish. Some za. And there's uh, oh. some Domino's. Okay. He had the barbecue chicken. Mm. And I probably had four or five slices. It was really good. And, and this, still out of one chick house. baked these uh, <laughs> cinnamon buns. And I had a couple of, the, well, one of those. And then there's like somebody brought, it was like a potluck. And then they just got pizza. So there's nugs there. Oh, all man. type of Oreos, cookies. Like it, it was, I probably really good. All right, bet. Well, we can get into the big game. Obviously, I thought this was a great Super Bowl. And I know Alex last year came on here and said that Bengals-Rams was the best Super Bowl he's ever seen or some stupid thing like that. This was a was a great football game. And I don't want to linger too much on the penalty because I know everybody's going to talk about the penalty. I was more so disappointed that such a great game with so many twists and turns has to be remembered for that. Um, I mean, it's no guarantee to me that even if they had not called that, that Kansas City wouldn't have won anyway, but I just thought it was a stellar football game. I think it's a shame it had to come down to that penalty, but how much does that taint your view of the game, would you say? Adam, we'll start with you. Well, you got to mention what Bradbury said after the game. Yes, he did say that he it was holding. He said he tugged his jersey, thought he could get away with it. Now, he might have got the old, like, we will shoot you if you say that it wasn't in a penalty talk after nah. the game by some officials, but hey, we can go to you on that one. No, I don't think players are afraid of speaking their mind, especially after their last game of the season. If if he truly thought that it wasn't a penalty, he would have been happy to say it. So, I mean, I respect the guy for owning up to it. I think that kind of makes the conversations around the game a little better because, I mean, if the guy that did it can admit it, then hopefully the salty fans can admit it too. Um, I mean, yeah, I think it was a penalty, but I think it was a great game and I enjoyed watching it, so... Where are you at, Owen? How much does it taint your view of the game, if at all? Not really at all. I mean, I agree. I think it was kind of a softer penalty, but I think by the book to me, that probably was the right call. Um, and again, I don't think it changes the outcome of the game because at best we get, you know, the Eagles come down and kick a field goal to tie. And then, you know, who knows, what, I guess, what happens after that. But it's not like it would have been a guaranteed Eagles win if that call doesn't happen. And I don't think I... I think when I look back at the Super Bowl, I don't think that's what it's gonna is, is gonna be the play that lingers with me. Okay, which one like, jumps out to you? I think it's the Tony return. That I think that was the game. 
You, that's interesting because I was thinking about what play. I always try to think about what plays I remember it for. To me, it came down to that return, the Bolton touchdown in the first half, mm-hmm. or the Mahomes scramble that took them from about the 40 yes. to the 20. Those were the plays that really jumped out to me. I would say the Mahomes one because yeah. it was like his career defining play. Like it could go on like yes. the first minute of his highlight reel for his career him on the bum ankle going down the field like that and his reaction afterwards it would really play that's what i'll remember this game for or which one sticks out to you i think i agree i think it was the mahomes uh run but i think i think that's only because the chiefs won if it ended the other way then it would have been the jalen hurd's fourth down run where he got up like 50 yards up the field Mm -hmm. so i think or the goddard pass yep that was big too that one was decent yeah but i'd say the the quarterback running was kind of the big plays of the game to me and that was that's really the true sign of like an unbelievable game to me that you can rattle off like plays over and over again that were just so big and the game it can be turned on these plays and it's amazing to me that at halftime i was sitting there thinking wow like the eagles the eagles dominated that half they, they played it exactly how they wanted to the only thing that went wrong was the fumble and then to see how much it flipped at halftime I mean it was just a stunning result and if I was an Eagle fan I would really feel like I left that one there for the taking because I, I they, they could not get a stop in the second half the the pass rush was so talked about all week long and to not get a sack and to not get one stop in the second half Man, that would really break me up because you're not going to get a better game from Hertz or Smith or Brown or Goddard. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I would recover if I was an Eagles fan because that's as good as it could go, really. You know what I will say? I will give credit to all the people before the game that uh, were talking about the Eagles quarterbacks that they'd faced and how different Mahomes was because to me that was just talk. Like I didn't really buy into that. Mm-hmm. Um because I was like, you know, a, a team can play, yeah, they can have a weaker schedule, I guess, just relative to other teams. But when you play 18 games against, a, you know, however many different quarterbacks, and then two playoff games, like, I feel like that's a big enough sample size, regardless of who you, what division you're in or strength of schedule, where you're going to play tough teams. But I will give a lot of credit to those people because it looked like a different game to me. Like, the pass rush looked like just like basically ineffective yeah especially in the second half and you could count off some plays where Mahomes was down dead to rights pretty well and made moves to get out of that position even on his bad ankle I think of the one that Kelsey made the great catch on in the first half where Mahomes kind of got clotheslined and couldn't really like see where he was throwing was kind of holding him off with a stiff arm like Danny Dimes isn't doing that you know uh (laughs) Josh Johnson is not doing that without breaking both legs and like no one's doing that yeah and that's and that's the other main thing from this game I mean the, Adam made a good point after the game that no, my, maybe nobody will be more talented. And to me, honestly, it kind of... I wonder in a weird way if this is like we saw Tom Brady win seven times. And I wonder if that's almost like what it was like to watch Michael Jordan. Like he won every time. But then you see Mahomes, who's a little maybe more like LeBron in this comparison. And it's... Nobody can do the things that he does. I don't know how you could compare the two. And you said after the game that you see a roadmap for him to be considered the greatest of all time. And I think there's parallels with him and LeBron and Jordan in that sense. I don't think it's a groundbreaking take, but I mean, if you just look at his five years of his career and what they've been so far, like it's unbelievable. And he's definitely en route to being the greatest we've ever seen. And 
I mean, Phil said he he won't be because he's never gonna have the seven Super Bowls. But I mean, I don't think I don't think Super Bowls uh, is the measure of being the goat. So if he continues down this road, I mean, he's on track for sure. Five unbelievable seasons, two MVPs, two Super Bowl championships, five AFC championships, and five years in the in the league. Like it's pretty unbelievable. I mean, to me, he's the greatest ever. Already, already. If yeah. he retired tomorrow. already. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't say Bill Russell's the best NBA player ever. That's what I said to Phil. That's what I said mm-hmm. comparing I, this to Brady. But I mean, obviously I mean, I not. Think, if he retired tomorrow, he wouldn't be right. But I mean, you I will can, say I don't think he's had necessarily the best career. Although it's you could argue top three, top four career ever. Um, but I think has. he's the greatest talent. I think he's much more talented than Tom Brady is. Certainly, for sure. Certainly, the talent is greater, and that's that is the thing. Like and the things he does is just like insane. You can never imagine any like even when people would say like Rodgers is the most talented. Like, oh yeah, this you is... can never imagine any other quarterback doing the things he and, like when he was stiff arming the guy the, and throwing the on. pass. It was insane. It's not even just that though. It's like with with with. Peyton Manning and like Aaron Rodgers, you can say, oh, they never really got it done in the playoffs or Aaron Rodgers never got over the Niners. There's nothing like that for Mahomes. Yeah. You could, the only thing before today you could possibly say is he hasn't played great in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But there's nobody that can say that now because not only did he play great, but he won Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. So to me, he doesn't have a hole in his game or a hole in his record or a hole in his legacy. He's done everything you can. And do. he's, yeah, and he's say. also the first, I think I saw the first Super Bowl to be paid like more than 20 percent of the salary cap he's getting like what 25 percent of his team's salary and that's that's another thing about this game because i really thought in the first half kansas city's inexperience from their younger players was showing and their lack of depth was showing and you saw it on a couple occasions i think mainly valdez scantling cuts the wrong way on that ball at the end of the first half that gave the eagles an extra possession there was a, a whole bunch of mistakes on the defensive side where they what were they six of ten and third downs at, at the half i think at one point they were nine of twelve they were three of three on fourth down philadelphia was and i felt like you know the, you give such a large portion of your salary cap to Mahomes, this is what happens. You have to take away other skill players who would make an impact on a higher salary. So for him to, I think that salary points is very valid for him to it's still insane. win with that high of a cap figure, just as a testament to his greatness. Yeah. And I will also, I want to give credit to the chiefs because I don't think most teams paying this amount of money can do what the chiefs did because they found diamonds in the rough all over. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco you know, he's a, I think he's a really good player at the position oh, yeah. that he plays. He's a rookie seventh round draft pick and he was pretty significant. And I don't know, I don't know where Sky Moore McKinnon, McK- no McKinnon. Yeah. Sky Moore too, but I don't know where McKinnon was drafted or where they picked him up from, but he's tremendous. Like he's a great, great, great player in my opinion. Yeah. And that's amazing. I sent Adam a, a graphic after the game of the last, of the leading rusher in the Super Bowl, their salary for the last 13 champions. And none of them are over 2 million. And I, he disliked the picture because I said he's paying Zeke twenty two million a year. So I knew <laughs> I knew where his head was at immediately on that one. Um, but you're right. I mean, they have had hits with these later position guys, and they give up a three and a six for Kadarius Tony. And I get it. Oh. You know, he's a bit of a he's a bit of a hothead, and he's in and out, and he didn't really do anything. But he also made arguably the biggest play of the game, which Adam said it was a bad punt by C Ross. Uh, I'm not a punt guy. Was. Adam can break that one down. But that was all. Also a testament to his skill that he 
cut that back up the other side of the field, which yeah. Owen's been on the Tony train for I was so fired up. His touchdown too, I was so fired up because he's my people know. I've said it on the show, he's my guy. I love Tony. Yeah, I mean it was it was a great punt return, but um people were talking before the game about how the Eagles punter is just like him and the backup are the same skill level and it was clear there like that punt had no hang time. He got he caught the punt like it was a line drive. He caught it. He had twenty yards of green space. Like there was no hang time on the punt, no distance, and it was just basically gifted a twenty yard return and then he made a little more out of it, which is pretty nice. But he did make like a lot out of it. It was the longest punt return in Super Bowl history. He did, but it was one of the worst <laughs> punts I've ever seen in the Super Bowl for sure as well. <laughs> oh well, let's go dishing I didn't it out. Punt tracker Adam. <laughs> it was. I love it, dude. Adam's kind of a punt guy. It's just his brand. I love it, dude. Yeah, He's like R McAfee. Yeah. Really good stuff, dude. Um, I, I also will say it's um it's a testament to Andy Reid. Uh, yes. They drove that back, back-to-back play. Everybody will point to uh, where they freed up both guys for walk-in touchdowns on the back-to-back drives. But to not make a mistake in the second half, as much as that's also Mahomes, it's also Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and everybody who's a part of that staff. And, you know, it's funny. Andy Reid was considered, like, the biggest choker in football for – you know, 10, 15 years. And now you look at them and it's pretty much just a bulletproof resume of just winning and hits. And I know he said after the game, he's not going to retire and it's just completely flipped the script in the last five years, how he'll be remembered. And to just, I mean, to, to put Sirianni in, in his back pocket like that in the second half was a real, real statement house win challenge though. You, you liked Sirianni's performance today? No, I'm saying Andy Reid's challenge. There's always well, something. It's a 30 yard pass. Like, if you're going to throw a challenge, that's a pretty significant play to throw it on. Yeah. And it was but, also third and 14 on that play. So if, if he won the challenge, it was going to be a punt. So I think he had to had to challenge that. But but then again, if the game comes down to you needing that extra timeout and then we go look at that challenge and we're like, why did you challenge this? That's sense. true. That's true. Because they had long enough to look at it. And he's yeah. been famous for bad with timeouts, exactly. bad timeout the manager. Paid timeout. Off, it did. It did pay off. He didn't need him in the end, which is, I mean, that's that's who he is. I know you've been a longtime fan of his own. I mean, it's hard to rank coaches among the best you'd ever seen, but like, I mean... Yeah. He's just rewriting how he's remembered by the day. It's uh, remarkable. Like you looked at so many of those plays, it looked like defensive breakdowns because some of the receivers got so wide open underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even just Kelsey, but Juju. There was a couple where he was just absolutely wide open underneath. And so, to me, that's ability of him and enemy to scheme guys open that might not be the most talented because I think that over that compensates for a lot of gaps in talent is the way you can scheme them and, and scheme them open and run routes for them. So I think that's tremendous. I was really pleased. I was like happy to see the ring around the Rosie play not work. Yeah. That made me happy because that is the worst play in football. <laughs> I mean, it was just the, the, the cockiness to bust that out in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter, like in a tie game is just off the chain. I can't, and it, it makes no sense to me. I never really understood like what you gain. It seems like if anything, you're just mixing yourself up. So not really my bag on that one. So I'm with you there. Um, I, I think also Juju, you mentioned him, but I mean, Oh, Phil is loving Juju. Juju had two catches for 18 yards. Phil went, wow. Is that a Juju? That's, I'm That's rocking, a Juju. I'm rocking a Juju He had two Steelers catches right for 18 now. yards, and Phil went, wow, Juju's having a great game today. He like was. Right before before the drive where he caught like five passes, Phil said it. So I, I know. I, I he was, was kind of from the future there. I, I was kind of from the future there. Thank you for giving me the credit because he – Who would have thought – just nope. a side note. Who would have thought Juju would have had the better 
last couple of years than or last yeah two years than Chase Claypool. Oh, I mean, take it back to twenty twenty. That would have been you would have been crazy. Yeah, it's um, it, it's kind of funny because it's like, like Juju. He was such on such an upward trajectory in his career. Like his rookie season, he was so good. His second year, he was Steelers team MVP and was like the reason that was like the reason Antonio Brown left the Steelers because Juju started getting all the shine. And then to see him completely fall off, I was happy to see him perform in the big game because I mean <laughs> he's always had that talent. It's just been a matter of what's in, in between his I ears mean, to get it out yeah. of him. You so, compare him to Claypool, but like. One went to the Chiefs and one went to the Bears. That's a fair point. That, <laughs> that's also a so. fair point. <laughs> one, one, they were Great literally call. number one pick and 32 pick. <laughs> so there's a bit of a difference there, yeah. But, I mean, he played great. And, and Kelsey, Kelsey was so good in the first half that I feel like the Eagles completely took him out of the second half. They were like, well, we, we just have to let anybody else beat us. And everybody else did. Like, Sky Moore had one, like you said. Pacheco was unbelievable most of the game. Um and the offensive line certainly did their part. I think for the Eagles, I thought Hertz Hertz was incredible. Hertz Hertz was, uh, I mean, all the numbers stand for themselves. I think he had three touchdowns, right? That was uh, yeah, three rushing touchdowns. Yeah, uh-huh. and he was great through the air. I, I mean, he had a couple phenomenal passes, like the even the Goddard catch uh, on the sideline that got challenged. That was just a great throw, and the, and the AJ Brown long one. I mean, you you. We talk about the Eagles, and I know this would have been more of a conversation point if they had won the game. But are you gonna say it? The sneak? Oh no, we could talk about the sneak. Oh, okay. um, but if they had won the game, I think the conversation would have been that like Carson Wentz, they traded for a first round pick when they could still get a first round pick for him, and teams still thought there was something there. Like they got off him early. They drafted Jalen Hurts in round two. They had a good team. They added all these pieces on top of it. Like we usually think teams are built for a Super Bowl hangover. They are like so well run. And their quarterback is clearly so good and so built into the top five of quarterbacks. I don't see that in their future. I think they're that well built and constructed, in my opinion. I don't see them just going away. I mean, they have a couple guys that are going to be free agents. Robert Quinn. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go. go. Um, and I don't think they pay. I think they have another year not paying him, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think one more, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, one more. So yeah, I think next year they will be competitive for sure. I think that's hard to, especially with the coach they have. I think it's hard to see a world where they're not. I think where it gets dicey is after next year, where they have to make the call to pay him or not, and they're probably going to have to. And I think you know that's kind of that's the thing you should do. But the reality is, unless you're Mahomes, I don't think that works for most teams. That's kind of scary point to be in, but. You're probably right. I mean, I think like the quarterbacks that are up there with him, to me, today he just blew by them because I've never seen Lamar Jackson do that in a big game. Like, honestly, I've never seen him perform like that in, in a game of that magnitude. He, it, the loss is 0% on him. So, I I mean, I can't see a world oh. where he's not getting absolutely paid out the waz. Me too. Yeah. I will say, though, Quez Watkins is better than any receiver the Ravens have. Yeah, wow, that's <laughs> wow. high praise. What, what about Zach Pascal? Do you think he's better than anybody on the Ravens? That might be dicey. Yeah, that one might be the a The fumble, bit though. <laughs> the fumble was, I'm not sure what happened there. Yeah. Like how did... That's right. It just looked like he but dropped it. happens, it. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, there was really no explanation. It looked like he just dropped it. Um, I don't even think he was really contacted before that. And honestly, that play doesn't happen. It's 24-7 to 7 at the half for... 
Philadelphia, maybe more because they would have gone down and scored more. So that, I mean, you talk about big plays. I mean, that that's going to be a really remembered play, I think, for, for most people coming out of this game, which is just a testament to how good it was. But for me, just the biggest thing, again, was Mahomes. And to be where we were at halftime where it was like he got up so hobbled and we were all like, is he even going to be able to play in the second half some people were saying that adam was getting excited because he thought he was going to get his white guy pass attempt for chad henney on the uh picks didn't come through and then to see him just do what he did in the second half i'm not sure how anybody could have any other big takeaway from this game other than just how marvelous he was in this one yeah he was phenomenal i know one of your takeaways and something you said like seven times during the game is that you don't think the qb sneak should be allowed anymore yeah that's i mean they used to have it where you couldn't push a player forward to have three guys pushing a guy forward i just think it's like an unstoppable play it doesn't make any sense that like it should exist to me i i completely disagree but i want to let owen go first well i think it's unstoppable for certain teams exactly i would have to look at the numbers for everybody but if you're the eagles yeah like the eagles are the only team who are doing it like this if it was as unstoppable as everyone says then every team would be doing it but it's I think, only the eagles but i think every team will start to do it is my point but i don't think every team can has the personnel yeah i don't think any team Personally. has the personnel other than the eagles you need to you need like one of the best o-lines in the league and a big strong running quarterback not every team has a quarterback that can squat 600 pounds and, an, <laughs> and the go. best offensive line of football I don't like it. I'm. I'm just. I'm. You, you can't change my opinion. I really just don't like it. I, I think, really like it. I think more teams Me will too. do it next season <laughs> if it's not illegal, and more teams will just succeed. You're acting like this. Like this is the first year they've done it, though. Guy, I'm saying. <laughs> this has been out. I know, but now that like, you, <laughs> guy, you think Urban Meyer's grinding tape of like week two? He's, if he watched the Super Bowl, he's gonna know. So I think he knows what a QB sneak is. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Listen, you could call me a boomer. I just don't like it. I don't really have to have a reason. I don't think it's just no, it's, three guys pushing. I a think guy. a boomer would love the QB sneak, though. I think this is anti-boomer. No, no, no. You're like, is, oh, they're too big. It's not fair. I'm with the boomers, dude. I'm, I guarantee you, we should get an old guy on here because I know what he'll agree with think? me. Oh, he thinks it should be illegal too. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think I'm with the older guys here. Is my point, but. Uh. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't think it should be legal, but that's fine. Um, Nick Sirianni, I mean, the same, the crying pregame was heat. I mean, I know the anthem was great, and Chris Stapleton was really good, but not a good omen when you're no Sean Morenoing like tears down your face in the pregame of the. But Super he did Bowl. call it. He, he did say he, he would. would. That's true. You got so at least him. he's a man of his word. He Babe Ruth. He called his shot. Yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna cry at the Super Bowl anthem." Why, why are we hating on the man crying for? achieving his dream well phil is okay maybe maybe i'm just Phil's a hater. let me check out let me take a time out for two minutes oh an open floor on the super bowl well <laughs> on the super bowl yeah anything anything you want buddy. i i thought that was the best halftime show i've ever seen and i know I'm gonna yeah get that was a, that was a heat take for sure i'm gonna get pushback but that was just it was so it was tremendous it was really really good i really liked it but i, I mean, thought it was so good i think and you gotta go rewatch uh beyonce before you say that i'm still in my time out right now but when i get out i'll have a take (laughs) out of the box yeah i will say too the real winner of the halftime show is alex because he hit everything you touched turned to gold oh my goodness i'm coming out of the box to explain what happened and i need to apologize to alex i need to get in front and apologize (laughs) because i berated him (laughs) i berated him for his take and i mean to be fair like (laughs) i mean like they were, they were definitely apparent, but you know, he found, a, she found a nice workaround so that Alex would hit his no cleavage bet, but <laughs> workaround. No, it was a Ross. She, the shortcut. 
Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a shortcut to like you can see them, but like this technically isn't. Okay, cleavage. all right, it's true. You're getting going to <laughs> the horny jail. It's innovative. It was it is innovative. Innovative cleavage. That's what we're calling it. It's still no cleavage though. So Alex wins. We always talk about how good this show is at picking things. That's usually code for somebody picked it and we just like disagreed with it, but somebody got it right. This show crushed Super Bowl halftime. If you go through our picks, Adam had. Uh, Oh, no, you didn't have one. Was, I didn't have, but I did say better have my money would be for a song. I you did. I can vouch. You did say that. So that was a good take. But Alex, like we were alluding to, he had no cleavage. That was a smashing success. I think it was at like plus 300. He also had red shoes, which, yep. I mean, she turned up in the all red. His reasoning was Arizona was a red color. And it, it honestly brought more meaning to his pick where he said last year Snoop Dogg for some reason was wearing the blue. <laughs> Like, as if it was, like, a great travesty that he actually knew. Like, for some reason, he just switched up on him. Um, and I had to play work. It was my lock at plus 250. When oh, I and heard... that was one of the best songs of the whole act, I will say. That Thank you, Owen. I was getting fired up. And I had no Drake. So, 4-0 and sweep for well, the show on the halftime. Well, Owen, I did say Owen did say she would fall. Yeah, okay, 4-1. And and I, I mean, but that was a long shot. I yeah. did apologize to Alex, but I want to say his reasoning for the no cleavage wasn't very uh wasn't very powerful reason guy he still won you it, it worked but it wasn't for the reason that he said it yeah what do you mean it wasn't what for was the, the reason? reason did she come out and say you it's because she's a team? mom yeah well he yeah. said it's because she's a mom like that's great reasoning it, it, okay. you don't know Checks that could have been true me. there should have been a prop does she reveal pregnancy because then maybe somebody Alex probably would have taken that and had a win there too. So that was exciting. I don't think it was the best halftime ever. I'm going to come out and say that right now. I'm going to disagree with you. I think Prince is the obvious number one. Like the, the obvious, obvious, obvious number one. He's That's tied like, with Beyonce, I'd say. They're both like unbelievable stuff. And to me, I don't know, this might be heat. This is like tied with The weekend for me. Yeah, I, re I really liked The weekend. I thought The weekend was good. Yeah, Sue me. I like his songs. Where's Shakira on there? Oh, that was a good one too, but not as good as this. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, sure you don't Owen. have to expand. That was yeah. a good one. That was a good one. I know I own like that one. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, this was a good one. I, I agree that my work was one of the better songs in the act. I would say all of the lights though. Run this town. Song, right? Run this town was good too. True. It true. was all good to be honest. It was all. I good. was surprised. No Disturbia. I will say that too. Yeah, that was a weird one. But I, I think was... it would have ruined it. It would have ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? I just don't like that song. <laughs> What's your beef with Disturbia, dude? It's just not a good song. Guy, she played like that. She played that one weird one that she could have subbed out, I thought. She was like sitting down. It was she was sitting down, it was slower. It's like yeah. I don't know. It's called like pour it up, pour it up. It was right? a good like vibe switch though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just wasn't hitting for me. But I I, I liked it. I'm gonna give it an eight. Adam open floor on the Super Bowl. Give me something. Oh, he Oh, you didn't know it was coming. I yeah. blindsided him, dude. I was like <laughs> Jason Kelsey in the open field. I don't remember much else. I don't have notes. Well, okay. Yeah, I took notes the whole game. I'm trying a new thing where I just take notes of everything. So I'm pretty on top of this game. I, where does it rank for Super Bowls you've seen, Owen? Give me like a, give me a short list right after the game, so it's a little bit recent, but do your best. I mean, <clears throat> to me, it's it's not clear of Patriots Falcons. It's not clear of Patriots Eagles. It's not clear of Patriots uh, Seahawks. Because you also really liked Patriots Rams. People forget. Uh, I did, but I again, my circumstances were a bit odd. I 
I really only watched that on the NFL Films version, and that to me, which that makes was any game look like the I've greatest seen. game of all time. <laughs> the mic up really brings it to a new level when they show yeah. the replay of the Gronk catch for the fiftieth time from the different angle. Or know, the pass oh breakup, yeah. dude. That was oh, Stephon Gilmore. Watch that tonight. I don't watch that tonight. I'm not, but you go ahead. <laughs> um. So, but wait, I'm trying to think. So, it'd be right there with Niners, uh, Ravens to me at four. Okay, four or five. I can get down with that. That's not bad. Uh, to me, it was right up there. I, I really think it's it's such a shame that this that this pass interference cloud is going to drop over this game, man. I because uh, if it went to overtime, thirty five, thirty five, it would have been right up there for me. Or if the Eagles yeah. had come down and tied the game or something like that on a field goal, this would have been like an all all timer. To me, it's clear of Patriots Eagles. No. I have it above that, but I have it sitting below Falcons Patriots I, uh, and Patriots Seahawks for I, the last fifteen years. Let's yeah. say I comfortably so have it at four as well, just because it doesn't have like the thing Patriots Eagles have and Seahawks uh, Patriots and falcons patriots the thing those all have is like the shock like the shock player the shock factor that changed the game like you know the philly special or the fumble the malcolm butler pick or the 25 point comeback like this game was just like back and forth all game so the game overall was good but didn't have the like the play that ended it you know what i mean to me this i don't know about back and forth because to me this was more about the kansas city comeback if anything Really? Because I had yeah. them pretty much pegged for dead at halftime. It was a ten point game, and they got the ball first. I know, but the, you got you're missing some context there. The quarterback was was down dead at halftime, and they, <laughs> the, right. the live line was minus six and a half Philadelphia. To me, that was like I had them pretty well written off. I was like, oh, the Eagles might blow the doors off this thing if they stop them. It was to me, it was like one of the more impressive comebacks I've seen, if anything. So I slotted in at three. I really liked it for that for that reason. Which one are you booting out? The three we mentioned, Patriots, Eagles. Said Eagles, Patriots. Wow, you're such. A I, I don't. I also that game was so to good. push back on Adam's point. This had like, I don't know if it had a signature play like a Jermaine Curse catch or like an Edelman catch or whatever, but it did have a lot of. It had a lot of good plays. plays sprinkled throughout. Like yeah, the Hurts but it didn't have the recovery. play like the play. But it kind of did. did. It, it kind of the, did. The Goddard pass. There was the. But you're penalty. naming seven plays, and I'm saying it didn't have the play. No, well, we we decided you're, that you're penalizing the... it. You're penalizing it for having so many great plays. <laughs> no, we we decided this in the first block. We said Mahomes' run was probably the like most memorable play. Yeah, of but the game. I'm saying like a shock factor play, like the Malcolm Butler pick is like what just happened. Sure, or, but like, that's the, that's one of the greatest the games of all time. Play, you know. Yeah, but to, the Philly special play happened in the first quarter. I, I don't the end of the second half. Okay, but... no, it wasn't. No, and then there was the other was one of that was the Brady half. drop. Yeah, the Brady drop was good too. But this one, you can't say this one didn't have some shock plays too. I mean, it, it, it did. did. It, it was spruced all throughout the, the game. The pick, in the, or sorry, the fumble incompletion play. Let's go. Kind of big. Kind yeah. Kind of big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's well, an interesting I mean, one to point out. Would have been. Would have been. You know, it's funny because I... <laughs> the incomplete pass. Yeah. The, the first down and 10 incompletion was a real key play in the turnout of the game. Um, it's funny to me because, like uh, like I said, I don't know what Philadelphia could have done differently. Like, what could they have to complain about outside of this holding? Like, it's very Philadelphia that they end up with something to complain about in the end. Well, didn't they get to the red zone on that one drive? Like, that nine-minute drive red zone, and then they only got out with a field goal? That's probably the game you got to score a touchdown on that drive. Oh, I don't. Yeah, they were close on that one. It's it's honestly crazy to me that the Eagles didn't win that game. I really have like a hard time digesting that. I I can't believe that they they had so many breaks in the first half, 
And it, Kansas City, it, nothing was going their way. And and the guy who jumped offside on the fourth and two, and you had Chris Jones yelling at the guy like t- that was a that was a triumph for Kansas City to me. You, you, uh, that that's what makes it a top three. Like that was a they, they it was against the odds. Philadelphia is a great team, and they and they have great players, yeah. and they were all firing on offense. And speaking of yeah. against the odds. I cannot believe that purple Gatorade was the Gatorade that got poured on the coach at the end. Like Great that was transition. that was the last in odds for Gatorade, and I mean that was Chiefs uh, Eagles, and we're getting purple Gatorade on Andy Reid. Was, I think the last time it was purple was like the Bucks two thousand four, yeah. and that's the only time ever that it's been purple. What an underdog today. story, and also what oh a Bob God. Costas level transition from Adam into into shocking <laughs> underdog. That was like a pros pro. But also, I, like, who? Why are they drinking? Like, what players are? That's probably why it was purple Gatorade because they filled up one purple and none of the players wanted to drink it. Oh, like who's <laughs> drinking purple good. Gatorade when you're on the sideline of an NFL game? I like purple. You're it's picking good. purple yeah, over good. everything else. You're dehydrated. You need some Gatorade, and you're <laughs> gonna go with the purple cooler. No, you're not. I got no problem with purple. I don't have a problem with it, but you're not picking it. In the it Super sounds like Bowl. you do have a problem with it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> I'm glad we could get you to confess there. Um, for the Picks League overall standings, I should probably hit this too while we're here. Um, pretty unbelievable turn of events here to the end. So Adam, he was in a tough spot. He went 4-2. and two. He won his lock, so good for him. He finished the season somewhat strong. He's still in last place. Alex, he went 4-2. and two. He won his lock, so he's going to land in third. He's got the bronze medal. And in a shocking turn of events, Owen was 62 and 59 coming in. I was 61 and 60. Owen went three and three. I went four and two, and we've tied on locks. So we're going to share the gold medal. We've, we were each 11 and 11 on locks. We have the exact same record. We share the gold medal. So congratulations to us. It seems like. Can I throw an asterisk on Owen's, uh, Owen's three and three lock win? Well, well, Phil's already has a lot of asterisks. I do. Phil does have right a lot of asterisks. But so the edge to me right now. Yeah. And Owen. <laughs> For his lock of the week this week, he uh, took like a minus 200 pick. for his lock. <laughs> Well, I still give it to him. <laughs> he I... took the shocking team to score last is going to win the game minus 220. <laughs> what a raw pick. Good job. <laughs> Whoever wrote with me, let's go. Let's they're go. taking their 30 cents on the dollar and <laughs> yeah. they're very happy about it. They love it, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile, my lock of the week, not to brag, was like plus 300, but that's okay. Hey. Wait, yeah. I have a question. Was the, was the first... Was the kickoff the first kickoff? Was, was it a touchback? touchback? Yeah. It was a touchback. It was. That's like never, never happens. Yeah, it was three of the last uh, twenty, but in recent years, it's been happening more. You know what's funny is I always thought that it was um, that it was like it wasn't a, a touchback because the players were so filled up with adrenaline that the guy just caught it and was like, no. and just like ran it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I guess that's been disproved by the science yeah, no, of the ball. I think. Yeah, the balls are harder because the they go straight hard. to the fo- Football Hall of Fame, so they don't yeah. want them run back. Yeah, and it, this year's kick was like was wasn't very powerful, and it like kind of bounced a couple times before it well, went out the back of the end zone. Can I just? It's not that they don't want him run back; it's that they don't break like kicker balls are broken in because they're being kicked. They break the ball in pregame because they want the ball to be clean for the Hall of Fame. They they don't let them break the ball in, so mm. it's harder uh-huh. for that reason. So it's not like a, they don't want a touchback; they don't want it. To, it's just. They want it to be nice and clean. So the more you right, know, right, right. still touchback this year. Good for them, dude. That's that's a win. Um, what other props were there? Oh, the grass. 
everybody talking about the grass. Oh, yeah. I got to say, if you're one of these people like wishing death on this 94 year old guy who keeps the grass, like you got to recheck your priorities, man. <laughs> this guy, the sod father, that's what they call him. Like just let the sod father live and probably retire. Like let him go out yeah. not on top. Like what because... do you want him to do? Put his cleats on and go practice like yeah. some routes on the grass? Like yeah. how's he going to know this is going to happen? Exactly. He's the sod father, dude. You don't want, you don't want that guy breaking in the grass. He'll like really do some damage. He is literally the man of the sod. So I wouldn't want that, but it was kind of a water slide out there. I saw Jordan Mylotta said that, which is another Philadelphia type complaint. But hey, what can you do? But no injuries, no major injuries in this game, which is a W. I want to say one last thing. Okay. Okay. One last. Wrapping it up. I think this Let's is go. the bet. Owen's two, ready to go. It's the two parted state two, statement with two parts. Part okay. A, I think we got the best two teams. Yep. Yep. I'd say so. Check. And B, I think this is like the best. I think. Kansas City played almost a perfect game at every level. In the second half? For sure in the second half, but I think overall when you look at the game, like, yeah, there was ups and downs, I guess, but every facet of the game, I think they dominated. They played, like, the best they could have played. I don't. I kind of disagree because I thought I thought in the first half they were making a lot of mistakes. The second half absolutely was, like, pretty well flawless. The only thing that went against them in the second half was uh, Devonta Smith's 45 yard catch where uh Sneed just like turned in the wrong way and thought he was coming inside. That was the only thing that went wrong for them in the second half, I thought. Um yeah, but that's I guess what, you're right. That's what was so shocking to me. Like I thought Philadelphia like I said, Philadelphia could not have put better stuff on the field in the in that game and, until the second half. They had the two turn um two drives that stalled out that forced the punts and then the bad punt. Like the I think that speaks to your point about this being the two best teams is like the margin of error, especially in like these championship games and the Super Bowls, and I've been like this my whole life, is so small. But this was smaller than I'm used to a game like this, where it's like one little thing at a bad time, and all of a sudden you're just dead. Like that usually is not the case. There's usually a couple of things you could point to, but this one was like just razor thin margins, which is why I would just be devastated if I was an Eagles fan. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. So I did pull I did pull the uh Super Bowl odds for next season. I oh, wanted, good. I, I wanted to go over this because I I did see that the Cowboys are much higher than they should be. Okay. I, if it's the same list I saw. So here's what I'm dealing with right now. There's there's uh three teams at thirty three to one. Saints, Raiders, Rams. If you're putting money on the Raiders or the Saints, <laughs> you, you gotta go get your head checked. That is a crazy move. I, Let, Unless yeah. the Ra- I mean, if even if the Raiders get the guy who's going, actually he's going in the darkness retreat this Monday. Yeah. He, he actually just told us five days in advance that he was going on the darkness retreat so he could make the second batch of headlines. That's value. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, even if they get him, I don't like their odds. So. I mean, I would, you could take the bet, like they sign him, they win like two games and then you cash out. That's, that's the route I see. The Alex Phoenix Suns trick. Yeah. Anyone you like there on, are you going to put, put a little cheddar down on a 33 to one? Absolutely not. Yeah, I'd say that's a wise decision. What about two teams at thirty to one? The Jets and the Broncos. Oh, oh wow! I'm surprised. Thirty to the one. Jets aren't higher. I know. I'm surprised the Broncos higher. aren't higher. They're Where bo- are the Bears at? Uh, I only have the. I don't have the Bears. I the list isn't long enough to get to them. <laughs> they're probably too deep. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a little far. <laughs> they're, they're still building around Chase Claypool. Um, there's two at twenty eight to one. The Jags and the Ravens. That's good value on the Jags in my book, from what I've seen. You don't like the rave? Uh, who's who's playing quarterback? Is it the Pro Bowler Tyler Huntley or 
Yeah, which pro bowler. <laughs> yeah, which pro bowler. Exactly. I mean, maybe that is a good value. This one's shocking. There's two at 25 to one. This is truly shocking stuff. Chargers and Lions. Wow. I did not expect that. Yeah. My jaw hit the floor when I saw the Lions down that up. That's, I mean. I like the Lions more. Oh, oh right. you're going the other way. Let's go. It wasn't shocking I like, to me. I like them. I like that. Let's go, Owen. That's a good angle. Owen's different. Yeah, I'm different. You know, no, I never mind. This is a test. No, no, no. No, no, no. You can't go tease ahead. us like that. I was going to say, every time freaking Colin Cowherd gets on a show and talks about, like, the NFC North, he always talks about, like, the Packers or whatever. He'll always be like, they play the Lions this year twice. So they play the Lions. They play the Lions. Like, the, like the Lions weren't a great team this year. So shout out to Colin. <laughs> um, your Cowboys, 16 to 1. Oh, okay. That's where they're at on this on this rating. That's not as bad as I saw. I saw one that was twelve to one, but still. That's horrible. Wow. You're terrible. Bet. Again, you're putting money in the garburator with Dak Prescott at sixteen <laughs> to one. Just right. just save your money. Although he was at the Super Bowl today. So congratulations to him on the Super Bowl appearance. Um, Bengals ten to one. That's not bad. That's not bad. But I mean again, we're getting to like the favorites here. So Bengals ten to one, 49ers eight to one, Eagles seven Love to it. one. Bills seven to one, Chiefs six to one. So Chiefs open again as the favorites, which they should probably just be the favorites every year until number fifteen retires. At this point, I like the Chiefs. Uh, that would be the one I would bet. <laughs> However, don't. like if I if I were to take value into account, I like the Niners, even though that's not like that much of a value bet. I think they're the other team. Uh, last thing, and then we can get out of here. I only really wanted to talk about the Super Bowl today anyway, but we did this last year and it worked out well, so let's just do it again and then we can hit the road. Um, the stock market for the Super Bowl, and you can take this in any way you want to. You could talk about legacy or your opinion of the person, but I'm just going to read you a name from somebody who played or had a role in the game today, and you can tell me up, down, whatever angle you want to take. So let's go with uh, Andy Reid. Up, 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 up. He's, he's up there. To me, with Parcells and Belichick. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Retweet take. Yeah. Good for him. Unbelievable stuff, and he's going to keep going. What about Rihanna? <laughs> oh, way up. Up. This was a legacy game for her. It was. <laughs> it was a legacy game. Announcing pregnancy. Cute. Like, she she did, like, 15 songs. The red plastic bra. <laughs> the new cleavage. Oh, <laughs> new cleave. Nick Sirianni. Uh, the Even. same. Even yeah. Phil's going to say down. Well, he's not going to Phil have... really didn't like him celebrating the incomplete pass. Like Phil saw him and... wave the arms and Phil was like, why does anyone like <laughs> well, this it all started because <laughs> it's like, what else? Because he cried. Do? Phil could yeah. not stand Phil, seeing a man cry. Phil could not. the greatest, the greatest honor in his sport. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then he celebrates an incomplete pass and Phil looks at me and he goes, does anyone like this guy? Like what? <laughs> Guy, yeah, you're not. He's like June 1st. No, it was, it was the, po- it was the field goal that hit the post. Oh yeah. yeah right. Yeah, he no had, good. He acted like he won the Super Bowl right then and there. I think he was just happy that like they did like you won the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, <laughs> I Listen, I'm not going to be biased, dude. I just don't like the guy. I'll just be I'll just be a straight shooter. I just don't like him. So, but down. Thank That's what I'm going to say. And he's also losing his coordinators next year, so my hater agenda is going to be in full force. So, even though defensive coordinator that might be addition by subtraction. I don't know. I have way too much respect for him after we made fun of him for saying that he's watering the foundation or whatever. Oh yeah. That was a banger. Maybe he's the sod father. Yeah. <laughs> the real sod father. The real sod father. What about uh, Miles Sanders, who just disappeared? I don't understand where he went I mean, or what he was doing. Even. 
Even okay. I never really had tremendous respect for him. Oh, On the okay. flip though, Gainwell up. Gainwell up. What Boston Scott yeah. up. Boston Scott up. Except maybe down because he was also he did the Stefan Diggs watch the like trophy presentation oh, on the field dude i see people in high school doing that now yeah. it's it's getting out of hand so this well, is what if it. what if he just like wanted to watch like what if he just thinks it's cool he's like man respect to these guys I'm no just watch he can watch it on like TV. not everyone can watch it and be like oh like i wanted it to mode like you know some people are watching it because they respect the other team like, or he can take his pads and helmet off and go out yeah it in full yeah but then you're gonna like miss the stefan diggs is brutal no this, this is stefan diggs america bro this is not this I, is the not thing about like. diggs is he said he was doing it for motivation that's what made it cringe but yeah i don't oh, think yeah, just watching it is cringe. yeah we really that worked out well it did hey it did. three straight oh, yeah. playoff losses the next three years maybe future dallas cowboy though that's that's something we oh, learned I this sure week hope so. yeah me too that would be great <laughs> um travis kelsey up 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 he's a i mean i'd say even because i already respected him a ton but i mean up greatest ever greatest over gronk ever because gronk missed the kick of destiny yes <laughs> yeah. gronk down gronk gronkowski that. down you know who had a good <laughs> yeah. week in this game k adams k adams up i see a lot you of you know k- what a great week too let's hear sorry i don't want to step on your k adams no no, no it's probably for the best that you cut me off with but k adams walter talk. white and uh jesse <laughs> tremendous week why because of the, the chip ad? ad? That chip ad is incredible. Popcorner, I think, had a week. Are you going to buy some? That's the best ad I've ever seen. Yeah, I want to. Let's go. Let's go. Healthy chip option. You know, here's yeah. a guy who went up for me. Actually, three guys who went up for me. Devonta Smith, Dallas Goddard, A.J. Brown. Those are like, that's a three-headed monster right there. Those guys are okay. unbelievable. Uh, no Quez? Well, Quez, uh, <laughs> you know, he had flashes. He dropped yeah. that one that would have put them at the 10 and maybe changed the game. I know that was a tough catch, but Quez, maybe maybe uh, let's work on the jug machine this I'll say, winter. I'll say I'll agree with Smith. Smith definitely went up. The other two, like, oh. they were already, like, sick. Yeah, but A.J. Brown's in, like, a different class than I had pegged him in. Oh. He's, like, up there. He's in the lower end of those Jamar Chase range type and, of guys. Well, where's and, Goddard? Top five? Yeah. Goddard's been good as well. He, well, yeah. he's he's just Mr. Reliable, dude. He's a different type of tight end. That's the type of tight end I like. Like, a guy really, you know, <laughs> sure-handed. For my theoretical You don't like Kelsey, team. though. No, well, I love, Kelsey's great, but Dallas Goddard's, like, more attainable. <laughs> Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're a kid... You have Kelsey, you I'll take more Goddard. attainable? No, if you're, like, a kid in the backyard, right? Like, you're not like, oh, I could be Kelsey. Yeah. Like, your dad's not telling Goddard, you though. that, but you definitely could be Goddard. Like, you're not that <laughs> fast, but if you work on the jug machines enough, two jug machine references in, like, 90 seconds... Like a Jason Wynn. Yeah. Well, what like, makes kelsey so good is he fast well or, i think he's just an elite thinker and route runner like, i think, I think he's, he's just a receiver that calls himself a tight end yeah oh, he's and fraud. so it makes him good he's a fraud <laughs> yeah. you know what's amazing i'm looking at the chiefs receiving yards today and receiving stats kelsey six catches for 81 smith schuster seven for 53 and then the next guys are jay watson two for 18 N. Gray, one for six. K. Tony, one for five. S. Moore, one for four. That's amazing. To win a Super Bowl with that, that's pretty like low output from everybody around. Not even that many yards. I think Mahomes only threw for 182. Skip Bayless did say that. So yeah. uh, shout out to him for coining that take first. But that's three three touchdowns. So get it. Yeah. Put um, that in the stat line. And he also made the biggest run of the game. So I mean, yeah. he was a worthy MVP. I'm not taking that <laughs> away from him, but it wasn't like he had the Eagles cast out there is what I'm saying. That's uh, 
pretty yeah. amazing stuff. Um, what about the quarterbacks? Hassan Reddick down. Yeah, Hassan Riddick down. Let's let's just pretend like he's back to Cardinals form after that game. I would say that yeah. would be a good one. The quarterbacks both up. I I certainly respect Jalen Hurts much more than I did going in. Uh, yeah. I mean, let's go. Adams about to say down. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me, he's the same. Like I let's go. Adams different. Adams different. I mean, I said before. Adams was he's been doing this all year and he's still doing it. So I mean, yeah. I and Mahomes up for sure. Yeah, he did so it. Your expectation. This was your he. You met your expectation. Yeah, yeah. Not exceed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's a ceiling. Okay. Especially when he like threw the ball on the floor while That's he was good. trying to run. You know who's the guy who went up for me today? Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart. Greg Olson no made cap. made a great I lost some respect for Greg Olson. Okay, hold on. You go. Greg Olson made a great a take. Like he couldn't have called the Bradbury thing better. He was Whoa. like he was like, no. my take is so different. All right, again, the hang tight. Um he couldn't have called that any better because he he like acknowledges okay they call the penalty and he like saw like you don't see re- uh, announcers do that like properly criticize an official with the context of the situation. He's like yes it's a penalty, but I feel like to decide a game in this magnitude it needs to be something greater. Like to me that was like a spot on explanation yeah. and he had a great reason, game reasonable. throughout. Yeah, it's re- very it, balanced take, and it makes you know. And the Super Bowl is a tough game to broadcast because you're announcing to all like the moms out there and the and the daughters. I always say the moms. Maybe I got to stop that. Let, let's change it to like the non-football fans. Um, so he did a great That's job to, explaining that to everybody. Would, would be my take. But now you go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't hear him say that it was a penalty. He was just saying that that's not a penalty, and it's definitely not something you should be calling in a game of this magnitude. And I mean, if that's the precedent you want to stand, then why are we calling penalties in the Super Bowl? You know what I mean? Like, I think if I'm him, I'm saying from my angle, I don't see why that was called. But I mean, you didn't like you didn't get the angle that the guy throwing the flag got. You just simply didn't. I know. I know. I'm 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 agreeing with both you. I don't think you guys have mutually exclusive takes. Like, I agree (laughs) in the sense that I think the play was a penalty and should have been called a penalty. However, I I think it's it's nice to see. A commentator give like a reasonable opinion on it. I'm, I'm for one. I'm, I'm, happy. I'm just saying every color commentator does the same thing where they go, I don't know if I'm calling that. Well, I disagree with that. I think he did a better job contextualizing the situation. Would be my opinion. I liked his call, and I thought they were. So Greg Olson down for Adam. Yeah, Adam's yeah. going down. He was also there was a bar <laughs> that he had to hit because Adam already liked him before the game. So I did like right, him. Right. High yeah. standards. Yeah, high standards. You got him. What what have you done for me lately? Type of guy over yeah. here. So is is Mahomes even for you then? No, he's up. He no, he's up. down. Only he only threw for 182 <laughs> yards. He's up. He's up. Okay. He is up. He is up for me too. I'd have to say. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe Chris Stapleton up. That's the last one I Pacheco could probably think too. of. Pacheco very up. Pacheco very up. McKinney. McKinnon. McKinnon. McKinnon even. Tricky names though, because they got McDuffie and McKinnon. I mean, there's some mix in McDuffie there. McDuffie up. Alex called that one in the in he, the conference McDuffie? game. Duffy up. Alex Alex did call McDuffie up in the conference game when we talked yeah. about who was respect we went up for, and he had McDuffie. That was an all timer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, great, very memorable Super Bowl, all things considered. Um, was happy that we got such a good ending to such a such a good season, and I feel like it was a rewarding ending, and that we got the two best teams, like Owen said. So, any parting thoughts on the game, and uh, then we can wrap it up. We'll start with you, Owen. Thank you to the Shield. Thank you to Roger. Thank you to Demar Hamlin, and thank you to the NFL for giving us such a great year. Great, it was a great ending. Um, 
I wanted to say personal corner. Um, I'm in a, the the lawyer league, the picks league that I was in for the regular season. Uh, I went back in, double dipped for playoffs, and got second. So, shout out to our TK TQM. Yep. Uh huh. The main man. Double personal corner for Owen. This is the first time I've seen you podcast from not your own residence. All right, let's let's spare them this <laughs> thrilling discussion, um, and then we can go to Adam. Give me some parting thoughts. It was a great, great game. Take, Adam. I enjoyed it. Um, oh, awesome! <laughs> yeah, that's about all I have to say. It's been a pleasure. I've loved talking about football this year. Me too. I I am not as sad this year that it's ending. I don't know what that is. I feel like I'm just an optimistic guy this year. I feel like I'm I'm ready to not be so depressed. And it's football hangover day. Um, I am going to miss it, but we also have free agency and stuff coming up and we have things to look forward to. So thank you to everybody who listens. I don't say that enough. So thank you, you guys, because, uh, yeah, yes. we really appreciate it. And, you know, it's been a great football season. And uh, Alex will be back to break down his trip to the sack on the next show, which I think went really well. Uh, if you follow him on Instagram, which if you don't, you definitely should. Alex dot M-A-R-J-A-N-O-V-I-C-E. Or VIC. No, yeah, you got it. Thank you. Um, just some unbelievable stories. I think for me, my favorite one has to be the uh, he he filmed one <laughs> where it was a self. It starts selfie cam, right? I'll yeah. just I'll narrate. Uh, zoomed in onto the onto and, the number. Yeah, he's got a number four black jersey on, and you're like, oh, who's this gonna be? And he starts pulling out, and it says Kings Four, and you're like. Oh shit! Did, did Alex get Chris Weber like to do a story for him? No, it turns out it's Alex wearing the Chris Weber jersey. Plot twist! And then he sort of pans up and like shows the Golden One Center, the famous home of the Sacramento Kings, behind him. And then he's like, does like a little, brings the camera back down so you see him again, and flips up the peace sign. And that, he does the little smirk too, like, "Yep, the signature Alex smirk." I'm here again. I'm back at the Golden One Center for another game. <laughs> oh my goodness it sounds like it was a great trip but i i did say i would talk about his sorry viewing his viewing situation in the super bowl it was going so good right two minute warning i text him because i want to make sure he's seeing the end of this if he's on the ground i'm like are you watching this like all-time game um what's your situation how are you able to see this and it goes delivered right away so i go oh good That's he's a gonna good a good sign he's probably watching this game let me pull up exactly what he said so i go um dude this is an all-timer this is a classic and he says i've got it on the ipad but let me show you the bar worst placement of lamps i've ever seen and then he sends me this photo of like the tvs all in a row but they're all blocked from his chair by the lamps so he wasn't really able to check out the end of the game because of the lamps from what i understand so tough situation for him there flying back during the super bowl but hey thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers exactly but yeah he'll be back to break down his trip to the sack we'll probably pick a movie on the next show to get us started Soon we're going to drop back to the one-a-week system. Lots. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. everybody. Adam Super Bowl. Adam, we didn't actually talk about if you were a gift guy for on Valentine's or not. I mean, I gave, like, <laughs> pictures. I don't know if that's a gift or not. Well, that's, that's a, probably a gift. That's a good it's gift, it? I would say. It's a gift. I'd yeah. say you're, like, a top. You're, like, a... A1 boyfriend, Adam. He is. That's good to hear. He's a, he's a really good guy. Like I said on that show, if I was a girl, I would date Adam for sure. Me too. 
So no questions too. asked. No questions asked. You too, Owen. Though you're I would underrated. Date Owen. You're I would pretty date underrated. Owen. Thank you. Thank you. I pretty much date Owen. I text him every day. I, I've tried it's to. True. I try to check in with him. See how it's he's hard to text him. We are in a long-term relationship. I try. I try to date Owen, but it's it's difficult at times. But yeah, really, I'd like to think I date everybody on this show because I'm always you know we're always talking, we're always checking in. We're kind of all in like just a big old. Yeah. <laughs> the next word was it, yeah. we, it was about to, it was about to get ugly there for a second I thought but no anyway like sister wife situation okay that's better than what I was thinking you were gonna say um, <laughs> so that works yeah well we'll be back Friday breaking down the sack trip and uh, probably picking a movie like I said so yeah so thanks everybody mm. for listening during the football season we really appreciate yes. it we go off season mode we'll figure out a plan for what we want to do it's tough to not have football but Next game's on September 10th. Oh, oh that's that's a, that's a bad sentence. But hey, we'll we'll patch it together. We love this show. So yeah, we'll be back Friday. Happy Valentine's Day. Have a good start to your week.